this Beefhead Day, celebrate with the Beef and Dairy Network podcast and Mitchell's Farm Supplies. If it's not Mitchell's, get back in the truck. From now until the end of the year, every order of any Mitchell's product comes with a free rubber bladder filled with delicious Beefhead soup. The classic taste of a whole Beefhead, boiled in rose water and cloves, garnished with parsley and freshly cracked black pepper in a handy wearable pouch. Simply heat the soup in the morning, fix it to your belt, and suck the soup from the bladder throughout the day. For your free Beefhead soup, when you make your next Mitchell's order, simply use the code Beefhead Soup. Beefhead Soup. We all want Beefhead Soup. And welcome to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the podcast companion to the Beef and Dairy Network website and a printed magazine brought to you by Mitchell's Farm Supplies. This week, you will no doubt be getting ready for Beefhead Day, the ancient celebration of natural justice where traditionally a malefactor was dressed head to toe in beef and led through the streets by the Beefhead attendants, Oxtail Sam and Sir Dunstan Hooves. The Beefhead man would then be pelted with aromatic cream, attracting small birds which would either peck out their eyes, which would confirm their innocence, or leaving them unpecked, making clear their guilt. If guilty, various punishments would then be meted out. Sometimes they'd be banished to walk the woods alone for the rest of their lives, and sometimes they'd be trampled to death by 50 German horses. Of course, these days things have moved on, and tramplings are rare. We might not punish a criminal anymore, but many of you will be involved with parades, perhaps being given the honour of dressing as Oxtail Sam or Sir Dunstan Hooves. And of course, children will leave out bowls of hot aromatic cream for the beef-head man and be rewarded the following morning with a box of 16 chocolate sparrows. And of course, one of those sparrows contains the spine of a real sparrow. Who will get it this year is the big question. Enjoy choking that one down, Uncle Frank. And of course, for the select few, the great and good of the beef world, Beefhead Day brings with it an invite to the Bovine Farmers' Union Beefhead Ball, this year being held at the Montgolfier Golf Hotel and Golf Course and Golf Course in Bracknell. Everyone hopes that this year's is more successful than last year's ball, which took place at the Pavarotti Hotel in Bristol, and was nothing less than a beefhead catastrophe. In this month's podcast, we hear from some of the people who were there. Hello, uh, my name's Bob Crack um, of the Bovine Farmers Union. Um, I'm the youth officer. Bob has worked with children on behalf of the Bovine Farmers Union for almost 10 years. The children of today, the farmers of tomorrow, that's what I always say. And like anyone working within the orbit of the beef industry, Bob had wanted to go to the Beefhead Ball for as long as he could remember. People have killed for tickets, you know, and I, for years I've tried to go. And then finally, you know, because we've, we've been doing this scheme to help inner city kids become farmers, you know, because sure, it's very easy. You can go to any village in the country and, you know, pick up a kid who wants to be a farmer. But what we're looking for, are where are these inner city kids? You know, where are the kids in the centre of Leeds who are going to become a farmer? Who, who in Nottingham's going to become a farmer? And that's where I come in, you know, I go into those inner city places. And I have to kind of incentivize those kids, show them that there's a place for them in farming. And 
And this year, kind of, oh man, the dream ticket arrived, you know, the B-Fed ball got in touch and said, look, we've heard of your work, we know you're doing this outreach to inner city kids, you're going to be able to bring four or five kids to the B-Fed ball. Of course, it wasn't just Bob who was excited about the ball. Hello, my name is Sanderson Cluggage. I'm a long-term member of the BFU, at which I've been the senior technical officer for dry and cured beeves uh, for the last 17 years. The Beefhead Ball is uh, very much the highlight of my year, and I, I haven't actually missed a, a single one uh, apart from 1987. But that was because Mike Oldfield of uh, Tubular Bells fame stole my car. He claimed he thought it was his, but if he did think it was his, why did he smash in the window? Why did he leave a dead badger inside it? Why did he take a shit on the parcel shelf? I sat them down, these five inner city kids, Sharon, Barbara, Jeff, Karen and Phil. You know, I had tears in my eyes. They said, what, what's happened? What's happened, Skip? Because I, I, I make them call me Skip. I said, we've got it, you know. We've got the big, we've got the big tickets. Uh, and Karen assumed it was for Cardi B. Inner city kids, they love Cardi B. And I very quickly twigged on that. And, 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 you know, part of my opening talk when I meet these kids is I remind them that Cardi B actually came from farming stock. Her, the first few years of her career, she split between the recording studio and the farm. Now, obviously, that isn't true. That's a complete lie. I've made that up. But it's what I like to call a good lie. It's a lie for the greater good. Um, It's why none of my kids can ever meet Cardi B. But I have to actively keep them away from Cardi B because if if, if they start pulling at that thread, then, you know, it's all going to unravel. Strangely, Cardi B got in touch and offered free tickets and backstage access to one of her tours. I don't know how she'd heard of us. I had to turn those down. You know, I had to turn them down and I just had to burn the tickets. The kids could never find out about that. Hello, I'm Rita Taylor and I'm the assistant catering manager at the Pavarotti Hotel in Bristol. Rita, who at that point had been working at the Pavarotti Hotel for five years, was on shift the night of the Beefhead Ball. Very exciting, especially because we had this incredibly special guest coming, which is Cardi B. <laughs> I mean, what are, what are the chances? And what a lot of people don't realise is that Cardi B is short for Cardi Beef. And actually, the Cardi part is short for cardigan, so her full name is actually Cardigan Beef. An elaborate game of cat and mouse started to play itself out where I had to prevent, you know, my young chargers from being able to see their idol, Cardi B. You know, I did a lot of distraction tactics, a lot of kind of like, <laughs> whoa! Whenever she was coming near, I would kind of make a noise. At one point, I feigned another one of my heart attacks. Uh, you know, anything to get them to not see Cardi B, because if one of them had a conversation with Cardi B and they realised that she isn't, in fact, also a part-time farmer, then the jig would be up, you know? Normally, one of the things I look forward to most is the entertainment, which uh, every year is the uh, the legendary pillar of light entertainment that is Les Cheese. Uh, but I gather his uh, heart was playing up yet again, so he was replaced by the, uh, the rapper Cardi B, uh, whose recital I enjoyed immensely, which surprised me a little because... In terms of musical tastes, I I tend to be very much West Coast. The speeches happen. It's been a good year. It's been a good year for the Farmers' Union. The state of bovine is uh, officially calm, is what they said, their words, which is, I think, level three. And then we start to get ready 
for the beef head soup to arrive. This is the one part of the ball that, I, that I've really built up for the kids, you know, because, sure, the speeches are entertaining, but, you know, an inner-city kid isn't going to get very excited about those speeches, but I tell you what, you give an inner-city kid a sniff of some beefhead soup, <laughs> and then you've got a farmer for life, my friends. Catering assistant Rita was responsible for procuring the beefheads. I went down to this specialist farm where they breed this special cattle and I had to get 250 beef heads from this very particular breed uh, which where the, the meat of the animal is mostly on the head. So you end up with this very sort of emaciated body and a, a very lumpy, meaty head. They're called Shetland balloon heads. And I'd heard of these animals before, but I'd never seen one in the flesh. And it was actually very moving. That day was absolutely magic for me because the farmer, he let me personally decapitate every single one of those 250 cows. I'd never felt such a connection to the tradition of the beef head boar as when I was chopping the heads off of those skinny-bodied, fat-headed cows. Hello, I'm Hazelnut Burton and I'm a chef at the Pavarotti Hotel. Although it is a simple recipe, Hazelnut had spent the best part of a year perfecting her beef head soup. The, the great thing about the beef head ball is the recipe never changes, you know. Uh, it's quite a simple recipe. It's a sort of, um, it's a whole beef head. A whole beef head. Boiled in rose water, cloves. Rose water, the cloves. And then garnished with parsley. Fresh parsley. And freshly cracked black pepper. And then, of course, the freshly cracked pepper. It was at this point that I realised something was wrong. The soup comes out. Round of applause. And then the song goes up. The song starts. Beef fed soup. Beef fed soup. We all want beef fed soup. Cardi B starts to riff on that. She's written a little rap. It's not welcomed. You know, there are times where you have to honour tradition. It was time to serve the beef head soup. And of course, usually you freshly crack the freshly cracked black pepper there at the table. We wait for the pepper to arrive. And that is where it all went shits up well there I was uh, waiting for my beef head soup and uh, it arrived uh, hot and steaming I was thrilled uh, and I asked if they had any freshly cracked black pepper and they presented me with a a little container of something which uh, did not look freshly cracked and my first thought was this hasn't been freshly cracked it it was pre-cracked it was in one of those small shakers that you'll find in a roadside cafe. W-T-A-F. The actual fuck. I said, is this freshly cracked black pepper? And they looked cheapish and had to admit that no, it wasn't. And, uh, well, I have to admit, I, I hit the roof. I refused to serve the soups and it just immediately poured them all onto the floor. 
I can still remember the thud, thud, thud of the beef heads hitting the wet carpet. I let out a guttural noise. I ripped my shirt from my chest. And then, as Othello would say, chaos was come again. I'm not someone who hits the roof very often, but when I hit the roof, I hit the bloody roof, right? And the, the first thing that went was the bowl of soup itself, uh, straight over the face of the man next to me, who I'd never met before. Then the bowl itself, uh, which I smashed into dangerously sharp, jagged edges on the table and began lazing it at random into the people around me, screaming that I must have my cracked black pepper. And people were scared, but they also agreed. It was very confusing, I think, for the crowd around me. I was thrashing wildly, punching, kicking, biting anything or anyone that would come near me. I had lost my proverbial shit. And when I lose my proverbial shit, what follows? I lose my actual shit. And I shat into my bare hands and tossed the steaming mound into the faces of people around me. And still no one brought me any freshly cracked black pepper. There was no freshly cracked black pepper. Hello, my name is PC Trevor Russell, and I am a police officer in the Bristol area. We first received a call about the Pavarotti Hotel. It would have been about quarter past eight in the evening. Somebody called the police. To be honest, I don't blame them. Although I don't know why they had to taser everyone like that. We now have a policy when we arrive at a crime scene uh, that we call it the tasers out policy. It's always worth firing the taser as quickly as you possibly can. It doesn't have to be straight away, but, but ideally you want to get a, a warning shot in as quickly as possible. An internal police investigation later showed that PC Russell alone had tasered 15 innocent members of the public within four minutes of arriving at the hotel. When it comes to who you select to taser in this sort of situation... It's potluck. You know, you you, you, you try and, and get who you can uh, as best as you can, as quickly as you can, as many times as you can. Uh, but really, we're not we're not discriminatory. We will taser anyone. And the police were called, uh, and they were initially aggressive until I explained that there was no freshly cracked black pepper. Uh, and then they were very understanding, and there was a, a particularly bright young uh, probationer, actually, who uh, pointed out that his pepper spray um, on his utility belt... Uh, might indeed contain uh, some uh, some usable pepper. We, we didn't know if it was freshly cracked. We assumed not, but we, we knew that it would be freshly emitted from his spray. So I I, I, I said yes. I, I, I said yes to his offer of him uh, spraying it uh, in my face, uh, which he did. And it's not quite the same as freshly cracked black pepper uh, sitting on the surface of a, of a beef head soup, but at least my, my face had the sting and tang Uh, that peppery sensation. So I'm stood on my chair at this point. I've kind of got my fingers in the eye sockets of my beef head, you know. I'm kind of waving it. Forks are flying, someone's ripped a napkin. Chaos, utter chaos. But, you know, just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, I glanced across the ballroom uh, and, yeah, Phil, Phil spotted Cardi B. Suddenly they're making a... You know, they're making a Cardi B line for Cardi B, if you know what I mean. There's nothing stopping them. I've got myself caught up in the soup maelstrom. My young charges are heading over to Cardi B, and I can see the words flying out of their mouth, you know. Where did you farm? 
tell us your life story. And Cardi B is starting to rap the truth and, oh God, oh God, I, I can't even, like, I think about it now and it is, it's the worst moment of my life. Because I was offering them a, a way out. You know, I, I, I was giving them hope. I was giving them, this, this is your ticket to the farm. And, you know, with every truth bomb that Cardi B dropped on them, I could see that dream dying. I used my role as a police officer to enforce these recipe laws as, as fully as possible. I mean, obviously, they are not actual laws, so there is, there is nothing standing against people interpreting these recipes however they want. However, I make it my business to come down on them like a ton of bricks if they do not follow the proper recipes. And that is my prerogative as a police officer because with police, it is a lot like jazz. It's as much the laws that you do enforce that aren't laws as the ones that you don't enforce that are. It very quickly turned into a witch hunt. Who's responsible for this? Who hasn't cracked the pepper? I stormed into the kitchen and I found quivering under one of those metal tables like the girl in Jurassic Park when the velociraptors in the kitchen was Dan, my fellow assistant catering manager, sobbing. One name kept being brought up and that was assistant catering manager Dan. There was a bloodlust. The fog had descended, the mist of fury... I'm not proud of what I did next. I can't say that I wouldn't do it again. I went out and I told the crowd exactly what he'd done. I went out and I told the crowd that it was his fault. He was 100% responsible. At one point I had him by the, the shins. He hit the ground and the mob descended and we went at him like a, a pepper mill at corn, you know? There's one thing that was freshly cracked that day, and it was his skull. Then, the guest of honour got involved. Cardigan beef just ploughed through, having wrestled several tasers from the police, uh, strode straight up to Dan, and at point-blank range fired at least four tasers directly into his nutsack. She was freestyle rapping the whole time, and... It was amazing. I wish I'd filmed it. It was all just off the top of her cardigan beef head. After Cardi B had absolutely fried assistant catering manager Dan's nutsack, PC Russell confiscated the tasers from the New York rapper and then used them himself, again absolutely decimating Dan's nutsack. I remain strident in my belief that it was the right thing to do. Obviously, my superior officer told me it probably wasn't and technically he'd done nothing illegal, but I'm, I'm very pleased to say that I, my continual goading of Dan uh, over the course of the evening led him to hit me with a fire extinguisher. And, and then we had him banged to rights. Assistant catering manager Dan was arrested. The beefhead gong was rung, officially bringing the beefhead ball to an early close. And people were left to pick up the pieces. I do wish things had turned out differently. I look at those kids now, the five kids that went to the ball. Not one of them have become farmers. Phil's actually taken 
He's gone down a different path, actually, sadly. We've lost him uh, to medicine. He's decided he wants to train to be a doctor. Um, he's had his application accepted to go to medical school, so it's kind of heartbreaking, really. I don't trust doctors. I never will, okay? My doctors turn around and they say, you you know, man cannot live by beef alone, that my 100% beef diet's causing me problems, that the blackouts are somehow related to my ground beef breakfast. I mean, come on. I'm not going to listen to that. Ordinarily at this time of year, I would be chomping at the bits to go to the beef head ball, but um, my heart was too badly broken last year and I, I simply can't risk the idea of, of going back this year and... And there again, not being any freshly cracked black pepper. The mere thought of it uh, makes me queasy. My wife has tried cheering me up. Uh, we, we tend to uh, enjoy sexual intercourse on the Wednesday evenings, and she has been curing herself in freshly cracked black pepper, but uh, it's it's not enough. It's not enough. I, I, I simply can't risk it. I think I've been to my last beefhead ball. Looking back, you know, it's been a, a whole year now, and... I think mostly I feel shame at just how much the Pavarotti let down the beefhead ball. And I can't help but think about those 250 Shetland balloon heads because nobody had any of the beefhead soup that night. That's 250 beheadings for nothing. What a waste. When I close my eyes at night, I see their big, meaty, wobbly lumpy heads and they're saying why 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 but in like a deeper voice like, why why it's deeper than that like I can't do it why oh actually that's quite good um, oh I can't do it again oh, it's always a way isn't it why oh that's it Actually, Beef head soup, beef head soup, we all want beef head soup. A big thank you to everyone who we spoke to. And it's worth knowing that the organisers of this year's ball at the Montgolfier Golf Hotel and Golf Course and Golf Course say that they have been working on a system to ensure that the freshly cracked black pepper is as freshly cracked as possible. In their statement available on their website, They say, this year, the freshly cracked black pepper will be cracked freshly and directly into the mouth of every diner with every mouthful. Thank you, Montgolfier Golf Hotel and Golf Course and Golf Course, for going the extra mile. Although there is no less cheese again this year, but Cardi B, full name Cardigan Beef, returns and will duet with the male voice choir of the Ukrainian Navy, which promises to be as festive as it is confusing. And to win two tickets, that's right, this isn't a hoax, two tickets to this year's Beefhead Ball. Simply answer the question, do we as individuals exist within a shared reality with others, or do we exist only in our own reality? Answers in an email to beefanddairynetwork at gmail.com. 
Now, seeing as it's very nearly Beefhead Day, I think it's time for a traditional Beefhead Carol. Now, wherever you are, you might be in your car, or you might be on the back of your tractor, or you might be in the milking parlour, or you might be nervously waiting to go into an employment tribunal. Wherever you are, you will no doubt know the words to this one. So do sing along. Gotta worry when you see Oxtail Sam. Oxtail Sam looks like a reasonable man, but give him the chance and he'll turn you to jam. Better worry, time to hurry. Children scurry with a face full of cream and a heart full of lies. That's so all we've got time for this month, but if you're after more beef and dairy news, get over to our website now, where you can read all the usual stuff, as well as our off-topic section, where this month we shot David Beckham out of a cannon and asked him to name his top 10 LA breakfast spots as he flew past. So happy beefhead, and until next time, beef out. Thanks to Tom Parry, Mike Wozniak, Catherine Brinkworth, Nadia Kamal and Rob Gilroy. And thanks to you for listening. I hope that despite everything, you can have a peaceful holiday. See you in 2021. 
Hi, I'm Joe Firestone. And I'm Manolo Moreno. And we host After Game Show, a podcast where listeners submit games and we play them regardless of quality with a dozen listeners from around the world. We've had folks call in from as far as Sweden, South Africa, and the Philippines. Here's an example. This is a game we call Zooey Deschanel, where you turn a celebrity's name into an animal pun. You have an example, Manolo? Brad Gorilla Pit. Oh, that's a pun on Gorilla Pit? Yep. I don't know. If that's, that's Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. That's a high-quality game that you yeah. could expect. Dr. Game Show has new episodes every other Wednesday on Maximum Fun. Check us out, please. Hello there, ghouls and gals. It is I, April Wolf. I'm here to take you through the twisty, scary, heart-pounding world of genre cinema on the exhilarating program known as Switchblade Sisters. The concept is simple. I invite a female filmmaker on each week and we discuss their favorite genre film. Listen in closely to hear past guests like the Babadook director, Jennifer Kent, Winter's Bone director, Deborah Granick, and so many others every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Tune in if you dare. It's actually a very thought-provoking show that deeply explores the craft and philosophy behind the filmmaking process while also examining film through the lens of the female gaze. So, like, you should listen. Switchblade Sisters. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.